Hey, I'm Courtney Brooke, and this is Hustle for Happiness podcast. We are all on this journey to find happiness, and let's face it, it takes work. And honestly, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. This podcast is dedicated to helping you navigate life and cut through the noise. As a certified life coach, recovering perfectionist, and survivor of the foster care system, I'm all about keeping things real. With my unique outlook on life that is truly infectious, we cover everything from achieving happiness and optimal self-care to stories of those sharing their wisdom and expertise. Thank you for showing up for yourself. Now, let's get started. All right, welcome to the episode where I am talking about what I'm leaving in 2023 and bringing in 2024. You know, the year is just fresh. It is a fresh start, and there are so many things that I personally have learned in 2023. And personally, I don't want to bring some of those things into 2024. And so that's what this episode is about. We are not starting this episode with a high, low, and buffalo like we usually do. We're just going to get straight into it because I have personally taken the time and reflected on my 2023. And I'm going to be bringing you guys things from beauty to relationships to healthy routines that I have adapted or let go or just things how I start my day, right? These are all great points that I'm personally excited to share with you guys. I have really taken this time, like I said, to reflect, but I also want to just give you guys insights and let's just be intentional this 2024. Let's let's keep fine-tuning our lives and let's just keep getting better because that's what life's about. We're not supposed to be perfect. I personally struggle with being a perfectionist myself. And that being said, let's just get straight into it. So let's go with just things that I'm leaving in 2023. You know, there was a lot of aesthetically pleasing Instagram stories out there and a lot of people posting their perfect morning routines, right? And I'm actually leaving that mentality in 2023. I think the pressure of having this exact morning routine can actually have an adverse effect on us, especially for me. If I didn't hit my perfect morning of journaling, yoga, meditation, my green juice, I'd actually get more stressed out, not going to lie, than to just, okay, if I only hit two of those things, I can feel good. But having those perfect morning routines is creating a lot of pressure and almost, you know, what I see in my clients too, when they don't have those perfect mornings, their whole day is messed up because they didn't do one of the five things. So I think letting go of those perfect mornings and just being okay with maybe one or two things of your morning that you just get done that set your day up. I think with that mentality of having this not so perfect morning routine, it actually takes the pressure away and brings more joy into our mornings. So when I was in 2023, towards the end, I got really, really good at my morning routine. I would wake up at 4.45, be up out of bed by 5, out the door to yoga by 5.30 a.m., Now, between that 5 a.m. wake up and that 5.30, just get out the door to yoga, 
I would constantly like, oh my gosh, I got to do meditation. I got to do journaling and I got to do my green juice. And it's not even 5.30 in the morning and I'd be already stressed out with this overwhelming feeling of I have to do all of these things. And so I am going to keep my 4.45 a.m. wake up start, but what I'm actually going to be doing is practicing a little less. Less is more in this case. So maybe just getting up at 5, 4.45 a.m. and just being, right? Not living right when I get out of bed by a to-do list. That pressure, again, is what I'm striving to let go of. I don't need to keep living by this pressure of having such a regimented morning routine. And, you know, I have to give credit to social media that these influencers or these people are waking up doing all these things right away. And it makes us feel like we're not good enough, but we are good enough. So I'm going in with the mindset of 2024, just not living by pressure, but still waking up early, but not having 50 million packed things in the morning before I even leave to yoga. So then I'm going to yoga stressed. Maybe in between I can do one thing. So maybe meditate. Maybe it's just drink my green juice and get to yoga on time in a calm state. So rather than filling it with all these activities, think of filling your time with less so it's more intentional, less pressure, more enjoyable, right? So that's one thing I'm leaving is those perfect morning routines of just being so task-oriented. I think it's just doesn't, it's not conducive. And it's really like taking the joy of the morning, right? Another thing I'm leaving in 2023 is having coffee before anything. I used to go to Starbucks every week or Dunkin' Donuts and get my iced coffee or just a regular coffee. And one, that added up so much. That got so pricey. And the coffee really wasn't that great, but I was just becoming habitual with, oh, get up, get my coffee after yoga, and then go home. But I didn't really like my coffee. You know, I enjoy my coffee at home when I make it. But when you have coffee first thing in the morning, you're throwing your cortisol levels off completely. And if you guys don't know this, there's plenty of studies out there that, you know, wait, the first 90 minutes of your day should not be started with coffee, but actually eat before. You know, I had a guest on the podcast. Her name is Julie. She talks about gut health, and she does mention this as well, that starting our day with coffee actually puts our whole body out of whack, our mind and our gut as well. I mean, everything is connected. So rather than reaching for that coffee or, you know, that saying, but first coffee, that's actually not healthy. It's not good for our bodies. And it just puts us out of whack for the rest of the day. But rather than reach for a green juice or what my favorite thing is, is I'll just chug 16 ounces of water and hydrate my body. The first thing, you know, I've really been big on my water intake. It helps with digestion, my skin, my hair, um, liver function, kidney processing. Water is so important. So rather than me reaching for coffee first, I'm reaching for water or green juice or even celery juice or aloe vera juice. Um, those are great healthier alternatives where we're getting nutrients and replenishing our bodies as well as just staying balanced, right? 
it's such a small thing as coffee, but it does set our day up for success. So if you reach for that coffee, try reaching for water first. Just, but first water. And that leads me to another point just about coffee is I am personally declaring that I'm not doing any more fast food coffees. I'm giving up Starbucks. I'm giving up airport coffee. I'm giving up Dunkin' Donut coffee. There's coffee is so processed, like highly processed. And I found this brand of coffee called Bulletproof Coffee. Um, there's, there's, I think, three or four other brands of coffees that I've found that are labeled clean coffee, meaning they're not highly processed or, you know, manufactured or highly manufactured. Um, Whole Foods has, I think, one or two brands, but you're going to have to do some research. So it's part of this whole being intentional. Um, I'm super big on this. This is what I coach with my clients is how can we be more intentional with our life? And then in return, we're just creating more joy. So not reaching for that coffee and replacing all my fast food coffees with with nothing. I'm not going to do it. Um, I gave up processed food last year for three months. Actually, yeah, in 2023, I gave up processed food because I was experiencing pain and waking up feeling hungover. And I wasn't sure what was wrong with me. So I cut out sugar alcohol and processed food because I just, I was in so much pain. Well, it comes to find out it was, I have a ruptured implant, which makes sense. You know, all these things I let go of and I was still feeling funny. So when I was on that journey of detoxing and not doing processed food, I started learning about coffee and how processed it was. And that really got my mind turning in terms of, well, what else is processed? What else am I going to let go of? And so in 2024, I am letting go of my Starbucks and my Dunkin' Donuts. It's a big move, but it feels so good knowing what goes into my body. And I also have this ritual of making my own coffee at home. Like it feel, I feel so fulfilled making my coffee at home knowing I'm not spending five bucks a coffee and it's not even good coffee. And then also just being at home, like, and ritualizing my morning coffee routine. You know, it's of course after yoga, after I eat my breakfast, and then I'll actually reach for like an 11 a.m. cup of coffee. And it's just so magical because I'm intentionally reaching for it. You know, like I wait for my coffee. So if you're like me that just constantly wants to keep fine tuning little things in their life, check your coffee. Is it clean? Is it a waste of money? Do you really enjoy spending all that money? So there's so many little layers of what coffee signifies to us. And, you know, you could just be as simple as habitually reaching for coffee and you might, you just, you like the act of going to Starbucks, right? You might just like it. So being intentful with not only what you're putting in your body, but when you're putting that coffee in your body, is it the first thing you're reaching for? Or is it later in the day after you've had your breakfast and you're not going to whack your body out with all the acidity and processed coffee beans? So just being intentional, that's what I'm leaving in 2024 is Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts. It's so 2023. (laughs) Um, Another thing I am leaving is unproductive rest. What is unproductive rest? It's when you're sitting on the couch, are you scrolling? 
Or are you reading your book? Are you sitting there meditating? When you have unproductive rest, you're sitting around without intention. You know, that could be as simple as just phone detoxing. Like when you sit down on the couch next time, look at yourself and be like, am I naturally reaching for my phone and just sitting? But are you being fulfilled when you're resting? You know, we talk about in the society of how much we get done or how busy we are, but we do need rest as human beings. And are you being intentional about that? You know, maybe rest could look like going for a walk laying on the grass outside, taking a warm shower? Are you being intentional when you're resting? For me, I know I can do a better job at this because I'm finding myself getting tired or I'm constantly running from the next thing to the next or what feels like the next thing to the next. But in reality, I'm not being productive with my rest. And so I'm leaving unproductive rest in 2023, but going into 2024, paying attention and creating an awareness around what am I doing in my downtime and is it fulfilling? Is it creating longevity or am I just wearing myself out even more? So just noticing those things and maybe this is the first time you're like, wait, well, I've never really looked at how I rested. You know, I always think rest is when I go to bed. But what are you doing on in traffic? Are you on the phone? Are you talking gossip? Are you calling a family member? Are you sitting and listening to Pavarotti? <laughs> like, what are you doing with that rest time to fill you for later? To keep you going for later? Rest is rest not supposed to be wearing ourselves out. So bringing or leaving unproductive rest in 2023, part of that would be, you know, detoxing digitally. So a digital detox is something that, you know, I did three months of no social media last year. And what I need to do is bring more of that. No social media on the weekends. I really started doing that in October of 2023. And I really liked it. I wasn't doing any social media on the weekends. I was really just being present with James or present with friends and family. And I really enjoyed it because it made me feel like my weekends were longer. I wasn't worried about what other people were doing on social media or what I was missing out on. You know, for me, digital detoxing is a great way to start being more productive with your rest. Are you constantly taking pictures because you can, because you're going to post later, I'm going to post this later, I'm going to post this later. You know, it could be picture detoxing too, but letting go of the cell phone is really big. And also screen time in general, phones, TVs, computers. Digital detox is so good because you re-remember what life was like before having a cell phone. Try not carrying your phone around everywhere you go with you. Are you the type of person that is constantly attached to your phone? Do you feel like off when you don't have your phone or grumpy or, you know, you find your mood completely changing? Maybe a digital detox is letting go of your Apple Watch. I know so many people, and I used to be one of this, if I didn't have my Apple Watch when I worked out, it would ruin my whole workout because I wasn't able to track. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm losing the beauty of what a workout is. 
I don't need my Apple Watch to have a good workout. You don't need your phone constantly with you to have a good life. You'll probably find that you are enjoying life a lot more when you do detox digitally, when you do let go of your phone or your Apple Watch or maybe no Netflix on Sunday nights, but you replace it with reading. You know, little things like that that I'm definitely going to be bringing into 2024 is letting go of things digitally more, more breaks. You know, I love the no social media on weekends. I did that at the end of 2023. And I'm definitely bringing that into 2024. The, the notion of not posting our entire lives at the second it's happening online, but just sharing it in the moment of who you're with, or maybe you're just alone. But letting go of that need to post or need to be on your phone or constantly checking things. You might not even have social media. You could just be a constant email checker. Maybe you need an email detox. Turn off all your notifications on the weekends and practice that, right? But coming back into the moment of re-remembering what life was like before we went digital, that's a concept. A concept that I'm super curious of exploring because I'll go through stints or seasons of never taking a break from social media or digitally. Like taking that break seems scary at first, but then it feels good when you get used to it. And then big 2023 thing for me was when I I got really into working out in 2023, Um, I really stopped drinking. I took six months off and I really liked that. Um, I really got into the mocktails. I really got into waking up early, um, letting go of the anxiety of, you know, what if I wake up hungover? But, you know, more so working out was like my big consistency. And I really, really enjoyed it. I got really good at it. Like when my moods were off, I'd say, oh, my gosh, I need to go work out. When I was just feeling funky or, you know, even when I was really happy, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go celebrate with a workout. I'm going to go treat myself with a sauna session or something, you know. But what I'm trying to get at is working out was really a, a big vice for me in 2023. But what I want to leave in 2023 specifically around working out is overworking out. You know, that notion of no pain, no gain, that we have to feel pain in order to see results. I think that mentality I brought into, you know, if I'm not sore or if I'm not, if I didn't kill it in my workout, like if I'm not feel like I'm dying in my workouts, then for me, it would be unfulfilling. But there is this, that guilt of, you know, if I didn't hit my five days of working out, I didn't have a perfect week. I must have not done good. And then I totally discount everything I've done that week of working out. So for me, I want to let go of that mentality of exhausting myself in workouts. There is a balance of, you know, you can have a perfect week of working out and it's only two days a week. You know, I was constantly obsessing about the number five. I had to have five days of working out. And I did 75 hard last year and I do it once a year. I love 75 hard. It really cleans up my life. But then I got into that zone of I had to work out every day. And I want to leave that in 2023 and I want to create more harmony and more balance with my relationship with working out. 
and not having that guilt if I don't work out. But then I also was talking about, you know, the unproductive rest. I also need to give myself rest. I need to foam roll. I need to stretch. So maybe just treating a workout is just honoring my body versus a working out, just a workout. You know, like what I'm trying to say is rather than seeing it as a workout, just take seven days and no matter what it is, honor my body. It could be three out of the seven days I'm foam rolling. I definitely know I need to do more of that and not that constant beat down of, oh, I got to lift heavy. I got to work out hard. I got to hit the Stairmaster. I got to get to yoga. I got to get, I got to, got to, again, the exhaustion, the pressure I put on myself is taking the joy out of working out. And so I want to encourage you as well that, you know, maybe you're like, oh, I'm just not consistent with working out. Maybe it's changing that narrative is how can I honor my body? Whether it's stretching, yoga, meditation, it's all together, not just having these high intensity workouts, but creating a balanced way to honor your body. And so now let's just go straight into it with habits I am bringing in. This is more so going to range from like beauty, lifestyle, more at home practices, I think. These things I really took notice of my 2023 and really enjoyed. And I want to bring into your 2024, my 2024, and bring some things to your attention that really enabled me in 2023, but I want to make it better now. So I said earlier, the 4.45 a.m. wake up was a really big success. I was finding myself that when I had the 5 a.m., alarm. I would not be out of bed till 5.15 and then yoga started at 5.45. I was kind of rushing. Part of that rushing was having a packed morning routine. And like I said, I'm letting go of a packed morning routine and just bringing one or two things. And so that one thing is definitely waking up at 4.45 a.m. and going and getting my green juice. I love the 4.45 a.m. wake up. It's It gives me a 15-minute grace period to lay in bed, go slow with myself, but then I'm up at 5. Now, you probably think I'm a crackhead. Why are you up at 4.45? Because I love the mornings. It's quiet. I don't have to work for three hours. So for me, this is how I see it. The earlier I wake up, the more time I get to myself. And James gets up at that time, actually, but he has a different morning routine than me. And so we cross paths, but we kind of don't really talk to each other until I don't really talk to him till 9 a.m. But the point is, is I love getting up early at 445. The sun's not even up. And it's almost like you get two parts to the morning. You get that right away when you wake up when it's completely black outside. And then you watch the sun creep into the house and you kind of experience the beauty of the sun rising and the quietness of the morning. It's definitely addicting. Um, Some mornings I'm like, oh, it's early, but I still do it because I tell myself, I do this for me. This is my favorite part of my day is getting up early to honor myself and to have a morning for myself. Versus hitting the ground running and going straight into work or 
Like I'm not, I'm not fueling myself if I don't get up early. So I kind of tell myself, if you don't get up early, you're cheating yourself of joy. And so for me, I'm constantly seeking more joy. Again, we are all seeking more joy in life. And you might think 445 is not for me, Court. I just can't do it. Well, don't. Do something that makes you want to get up early. You might be the one that has to schedule a 6 a.m. workout to get up early, but then you love the rest of your morning. Again, do what's best for you, but I'm bringing in that 4.45 a.m. wake up so I can work out an hour later. I just, I love it. It really, it sets the intention and my intention for the day, for the week, and you kind of get addicted to it. That leads into my next point that I really want to get into is, you know, we as a society are so cognitive. We are constantly thinking of how do I reason with that or how do I make sense of that or I need to book this appointment. Everything is very, very calculated. We constantly want to know the reason for things. We are constantly comparing ourselves. We are constantly calculated, right? So that would mean it's our left brain. Everything that is calculated, mathematical, scientific, is our left brain. I want to bring in to 2024 more things that are right brain. And you're like, Courtney, what does that mean? I want to be more creative. I want to allow that childlike mentality to come out. Whether it's painting, being out in nature more, listening to music dancing, you know, that free flow, bringing in that less cognitive and more creative juices is such a great way to let go, create more joy, like I said earlier, but allow yourself to see more of life. We are so cognitive as a society that the creativity is slowly going away. And I encourage you You know, whether it's taking a different path to work, different freeway, a different route to work, you know, finding moments to use your right brain and not be so cognitive. That could be poetry. That could be you you journaling more, drawing more pictures, writing everything out in your journal. You could do a whole journal series of just pictures, but Tapping into that creative side is something I personally want to get more into. I've been telling myself for years that I want to get more into painting and ceramics and just relax a little bit, right? Like I'm I'm talking to James. And I'm like, yeah, I want to go back to school and I want to do this TED Talk. Again, that's such a left brain activity that I everything seems to be going left. And I want to make that conscientious choice, that decision of doing more right-brained activities. It's a way we process our emotions. It allows us to feel more, not just being creative, but allowing yourself to be human. And I think encouraging you guys to just bring more right-brained activities into your life. That could be a dance class, sharing stories, painting, like I said, being in nature, I encourage you to Google and say, what are some right brain activities that I could do 
You know, that creative side is a way we process our emotions. And life is happening so dang fast that we're not processing our emotions enough. And, you know, I see it with my coaching clients that they're, they don't know how to be emotional. They don't know how to be vulnerable. They don't know how to be intimate because they are so left brain. They are so cognitive. They are overthinking and suppressing their emotions, their creative side. So I encourage you to tap into that, explore that and see how you feel. You'll probably feel a lot lighter. I know that when I did do some right brain activities last year, I felt like energized and recharged and like a side of me that I hadn't seen before. And so that's why I want to bring more right brained activities into 2024 so I can keep building that side of my my mental capacity, keep building my creative side. Because again, we as Americans are cognitive. We think, we overthink a lot. We have to process. And so allowing yourself to do more right brain activities is a way to just create a balanced life, being more balanced with yourself, getting to know yourself. You know, you're going to learn a lot about yourself by probably say you just started painting. You're going to be like, wow, I really like doing this. Or I really didn't know this about myself. Or emotions could come up when you start. So keep that in mind. I did mention that I am going to be talking about beauty products. So things for beauty I used to, in 2022, 2021, 2019, 2018, when I worked in aesthetics, I was constantly, oh, I need to fill my face. I need to fill my cheeks. I need to fill my chin. Oh, my chin isn't strong enough. Oh, I want a more chiseled jaw. Oh my gosh, filler, filler, filler. And I never really addressed my skin. And so that being said, I'm letting go of filler I did one syringe of filler in my lips last year. So I get my lips filled once a year. And outside of that, I don't touch my face with filler anymore. I am now working on my skin texture. So what's that mean? I'm working on the pigmentation, the wrinkles, the pore size, the acne scars with lasers and facials. I am not touching any filler this year. I want to really just age gracefully. Pamela Anderson really, really inspired me with how she is not wearing makeup and how she's accepting of herself and embracing who she is as a woman. And I'm inspired. I've always wanted to just be natural. Like I, the older I've gotten, I have worn less and less makeup. I used to wear makeup all the time because I thought it made me look more beautiful. I used to overfill my face and I was looking at my face a couple of years ago and I was like, whoa, I need to stop. It's a slippery slope, but I'm, why am I overfilling my face and hiding? You know, I wanna embrace who I am. I am beautiful. I am amazing just as I am. And so in 2024, I am going to keep that mentality in there, I meaning I'm going to keep embracing me. I don't want to fill my face. The lasers help with my acne scars. If you haven't followed my acne journey, I've had quite the journey. Um, I used to have all cystic acne all on my jawline, and it was totally a confidence eradicator, meaning I had no confidence. 
And so I'm still working on fixing those things on my skin, but my confidence is 100% because I love who I am and I want to bring that mentality into 2024 and not feel the need to overfill my face or put on too much makeup. And so I really want to explore clean makeup products. Clean makeup products are low chemicals or um, natural products that don't have a bunch of stuff in them because one, they set off my acne, but two, I want to just keep living clean, right? So no processed food, no fast food coffee. And that's also with the beauty. I want to be consistent with my message all around. And so I'm going to be searching for more makeup products that don't flare up my acne and that are made with more natural products and not highly processed chemicals on my face. That is a really big one for me. I, It's just when I saw Pamela Anderson do that campaign and show up to the awards, I think it was the awards of some sort. I'm not a huge like celebrity person, but she showed up with no makeup and totally owned who she was and really had this message for me that came across as we're all aging and we can do it beautifully. And you don't need makeup or cosmetic surgery to cover that up or make that happen. You can just be yourself. And so that's the mentality I've always chased my whole life being beautiful. I've always been aesthetically driven. I mean, I worked in plastic surgery for nine years running marketing and strategic content for surgeons in San Diego. I did that. I loved it. I've always wanted to be quote unquote perfect. And part of that image of maintaining being perfect was not accepting who I am naturally, not accepting who I wanted to, what I was born as. And I wanted to just be perfect. And that was with filler and makeup and cosmetic surgery. And it was just chasing a high. It was constantly just me chasing and I'm exhausted. And I feel that for my younger self. And I want to feel that for you listening is Stop chasing. Stop chasing what you're putting off. But when we start to accept and love ourselves and bring that joy in, it's almost more peaceful than just constantly booking an appointment or comparing yourself. You know, I'm I I fall guilty of that, but I'm done chasing. I don't want to chase this image because I am perfect how I am today on this camera showing up. And so are you listening in. You are perfect. And when you find out, oh my gosh, am I doing this for an image or am I doing this because I need this? Or, you know, when you start studying your motivations of why we do things, it really becomes quite simple. Oh my gosh, I'm not living up to who I want to be. I'm living up to who someone wants me to be or how someone wants me to look or I'm comparing myself. So just, I think the start of like just aging gracefully and not covering up with a bunch of makeup. You know, don't get me wrong. I do love putting makeup on. (laughs) I love going out and wearing makeup. But I definitely want to keep bringing that mentality of just this simplistic, minimalistic lifestyle that I don't, I don't need more. I don't need more makeup, more filler, more, 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 right? What does that do? And that's what I'm trying to get at. And then it's just some at-home self-care practices. 
I believe that our homes are our safety nets. And for me, 2023, I was barely home. I was constantly traveling and I want to bring in more self-care at home, mental health at home, whether it's meditating, journaling. I want to do more cooking at home. I want to just utilize my home in a way that fulfills me and not necessarily booking the flight or constantly traveling. I want to be intentional with my time at home and schedule more time at home on the weekends, during the weekends, fulfilling my time at home to help my mental health, to help my self-care, taking more baths, having hot showers, getting into cooking recipes with James, you know, using my home and making it my center of joy versus going out to eat all the time or booking a flight and going to see friends or family. Like, Inviting more people into my home and sharing my home, that is something I really want to do. I was constantly on the go last year, and I've been sick for the last month because it's finally caught up to me. I need to slow down. And so that wraps up my 2023, um, what I'm leaving in 2023 and bringing into 2024. If there's anything else that you guys loved, enjoyed, please share send me a DM. Let's talk goals together because it's always fun to see what sticks for you guys. I'm curious to see what resonated with you and if if anything at all. But these are things that I'm excited about in 2024. Probably not your typical things. But again, these are things that I'm passionate about. All right, friends, that's a wrap on our happiness talk for today. Remember, this isn't just a podcast. It's like your daily cheerleader nudging you to move toward a genuine happiness. As the sun rises, take it as a reminder to not rise early, not just in time, but in spirit. Enjoy those quiet moments. Still look at the sunrise and let that calm set the vibe for your day. Talking beauty, let it be all about celebrating your real self. Get inspired by people like Pamela Anderson, keeping it simple and graceful. Your beauty routine isn't a disguise. It's like adding the finishing touches to your unique masterpiece. On the food front, keep it easy and healthy. Forget the processed stuff and maybe toss in a mocktail or two and make your home your happy place, whether it's chill time, cooking therapy, or soaking in some red light sauna. Time to say bye to old habits. No more stressing over perfect mornings. No more sprinting for that cup of coffee first. And definitely no more feeling guilty about your workouts. Hustle for happiness is more than a chat. It's a promise. A commitment to living a life that is all about you. So as we wrap up, take with you the idea of intentional living, the quest for joy, and the bravery to let go of what's dragging you down. Until we catch up again on this happiness journey, keep doing your thing, keep growing, and keep hustling for that happiness that is so uniquely yours. That is it. I'm signing off. Have a blessed day. I hope today's episode left you better than when I found you. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and tune in every Monday to kickstart your week and set your weekly intentions with me. 
You can find me and HFH on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok, or online at HeyCourtneyBrook.com. I firmly believe in the power of sharing. If you know someone else who would benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. And remember, when you work on you, I get to be there. Mm